Hello, everybody, and welcome to Libromancy, a podcast about the magic of books. I'm your host, Josh, and today I'll be talking about Tyrant's Throne, the fourth book in the Great Coat series by Sebastian de Castell. So let's conquer the magic of books. Now, I hope you guys have read this one because it is awesome. It's a just in the most non-spoiler way. It's a great ending to a series. It's a great ending to the story. There is so much to love about this book. There, I mean, as always, there's always things to you could be critical of. But even without everything that I think is weak about it, I still give this a solid five stars. I just, I loved it. I loved the ending for Falcio and everyone. I loved the story. It was beautiful. I mean, even in a non-spoiler way, I cried like four times during this book. You know, these books are not supposed to be this emotional for me. They're supposed to just be fun books. So how could he do this to me? Again, lots and lots of fun one-lines, really good scenes. I think this book, out of all of them, is the one with the most character growth. Um, The first book is a little different because you're kind of learning where Falcio was to where he is now, and, and he grows a little more. But this one is all about the growth between the start of the book and the end of the book. All the characters go grow up and do different things and change, and that was great. I feel like the plot was a little iffy, where this the plot is important, but it's different than like the last book where the saints and the new god were there. And so this one almost feels like a step down, but it's more like a step to the side. So that, that's it is what it is. Now, of course, you know, I'm glad this was a good book on its own and a good end of the series. The two are not always mutually exclusive. Or the, excuse me, that's wrong. The two are not always one and the same. Sometimes you get a book that's a good book, but not a good ending to the series, or a good ending to the series, but not necessarily a great book on its own. And I think this one does do both. But I think we're just going to have to get into the character moments here, because this is this is the final book, so we're gonna just going to spoil everything. We've got to talk about Falcio, of course. We're going to start with him. Falcio is amazing in this one. I mean... The amount of, well, let's, excuse me, before we talk about Falcio, let me give you a quick rundown of the plot that Falcio and the crew kind of learn that the Avarians are starting to mass on the west. There's some cities that have kind of like had some issues. And so they go west to figure out what's happening. If the Avarians are prepping for war, the Avarians are a barbarian people, very powerful, you know, even with worse quality weapons, they were very scary and, and dangerous. He goes, he leads his, uh, he leads Brast, Brasty and Cast over. They meet Morn, one of the missing great coats. They learn that Morn has betrayed them. He is the leader of the Avarians, and he's leaving, leading, going to lead them to attack and take over all of Tristia. And we also find the other missing great coats, 42, the last 42 missing great coats. He's captured. He, you know, gets reunited with Tren in a bad way. And Fillion, who turns out to be another child of King Palis, they escape, they lose Trin, she stays behind to provide a distraction, they get back to, you know, Falcio struggles with this decision to keep Fillion alive and serving law, or serving his own justice, or serving what he wants. They get down, everybody's like, oh my gosh, we love Fillion, he's a boy, and he's young. And we could totally mold him better than we can mold a Lin. So Falcio struggles. He is going to work with a coup. Then he's betrayed by the coup in a way that he wasn't expecting. And then Aline 
dies. And Sebastian de Castell, I almost can't forgive you for that. Almost. But you pull it out at the end, so it's fine this time. Jillier dies because of his actions while trying to protect Aline. Yeah, uh, Falcio breaks down again. They have a the 12 tribes, basically. Not tribes, that sounds weird. The 12 groups, except there's only seven of them. There's the Honori, the Cogneri, the Great Coats, the Bardetti. They all meet. They have a trial to sit whether to save the country or not. They go west, bringing another army. The last kind of army they can scrape together because everyone in Tristia is struggling. And... When you fight four wars in four books, or three wars in four books, basically, everything sucks because there's not enough food, there's not enough money. They fight the Avarians. We have the Ride of Scorn, the Seven versus a Thousand, which we'll talk about. And then everything, you know, they, they do it. They save the day. The Avarians retreat, and then the move life moves on. And uh, it will spoil this part at the end that Kesh decides he's joining the Honori, the, the Knights. Brasti's joining the Rangers, the Ragnaretti, and Falchio retires, and he meets with uh, the gods death of the gods of death, of love and of valor again, and he's able to put Aline to rest and where she wants to be. So that's just our basic plot. Let's talk about Falchio here. Because he captures Philion, and he knows that Philion is, is King Palus's son, and that he could be older than Aline or not, which I was like, okay, look. Just because I know that it's support that he's older, but like just because he's older by like a couple months to a year does not make him necessarily better than Aline. You could still just go with Aline and be like, Philian, sorry, you failed that. You know, if you'd have been found six months to a year ago, you'd have been just fine. But you're not. But Falcio has to struggle with this. Like, if I bring him back, they will all rally behind him and Aline will be out. And I promised Aline that she'd have the throne, not out of a like, you know, out of a desire to to serve King Palus still. And he's like, I don't want this to happen, but I can't go against the law because I can't choose to break the law. It was just intense the way he he wrestled with it and broke it down, and you're in his head, so you can feel it. And then his decisions, and he he agrees to go with the coup, and then he's kind of mopey the whole time. And then when he realizes that the coup is betraying him by trying to kill Philian versus just trying to um, stop him, you know, or kidnap him, right? Then he's like, oh, no. And he's like, should I just let this happen? And he kind of does. And then Aline rushes in and he's like, you know, I should have thought about that. Aline would not want this. And then she dies by the blade. And it was so sad, so heart-wrenching. I definitely cried there with Falcio. Starting to think about it, just getting a little tears in my in my chest thinking about it. It was the worst. And if Sebastian de Castell hadn't fixed it with the final scene where death allows Aline to come back to life temporarily, not really back to life, but she's kind of there as a spirit and to visit her father and be with her father and give Falcio another hug and kind of talk things over with him again, that would have been so bad. But he did, and so it's all okay. That was, let's just skip to the end really quick. That was just a great scene between death and love and valor. And uh, that death kneels for Falcio because of all the death he's been witness to and because of his valor and his, you know, his dominance basically and trying to do the right thing all the time. So that was, that was great. But Falcio just gets broken down over and over again. Why are we protecting this country? Like, these people don't want to listen. The Dukes don't want to do this. They've got people seceding because they don't like Aline. It's just so tough. So I love Falcio's growth in this story that he becomes more. He, he breaks the law. He doesn't break the law, but he, he starts trying to be like, I'm going to just 
do what I have to do. I'm going to kill him. And Kest has to stop him. Yeah. Just his emotional journey is so intense. It was so good. Let's talk about Aline. Again, how dare you kill Aline? How dare you? This is not what I wanted. And you're wrong, Falcio, for not acting sooner. You could have stopped it, but you didn't. But in the end, it was all made okay. But I loved that Aline, she realizes this is what's going to happen. The only thing I can do is either work with him, my brother, who she trusts, or not. And she does. And then she sacrifices her life for him. And it works out. And, you know, maybe it wouldn't in real life, but that's not the point. This is a story. And we like things that happen like this. So let's talk about Fillion. He is in love with Trin, which first off is just scary. But you know that he knows that she's doing things and that she's wrong. And every time you meet with him, you get a little bit more into him. And you're like, okay, he does seem to want to do good things. And he kind of knows what he's doing. And he has the skills and the knowledge. And you just kind of grow to like him a little more until the very end. When Trin's like, oh, look, I have a, a thing with the greatcoats exiling all the greatcoats down forever. And you'll never, ever do anything else again. And I win. And then Philia's like, Trin, you're out. Get out. You're exiled. Leave Tristia forever and never come back. Like, you can't just keep doing this. So even though he was in love with her, he was able to stop her. That was just great. Uh, Valiana. I love Valiana. I'm so glad she dubbed her stupid dukish lover. Duke noble lover person because he's dumb he couldn't handle her in many ways but uh valiana her growth her knowledge her skills they all stand up to this book i loved it talk about a little bit about athalia the relationship between athalia and falcio where it's kind of growing as like a regular relationship instead of going from zero to a hundred they're going zero to five then to ten then to fifteen trying to move forward but like it feels like a real relationship with these breaks because they have all these ups and downs because, you know, Falcio's freaking out and, you know, moping and self-destructing. And Athalia's like, I am the god of mercy and I don't want to be your mercy. I want to just be a woman for you. Like we have, issues, you know, stuff to work out. So that was just a great portrayal of their relationship. I really like that. And now I think I'm just going to talk about some sad things like the fact that 42 of the last great coats decided that, you know, attacking Tristia and destroy it, not destroying it, but conquering it was an okay plan is just heart wrenching. It was heart wrenching for me. It was heart wrenching for Falcio that, that his great coats that he trained and well, partially trained and raised and grew, they all betrayed him and betrayed Tristia and betrayed the king who had died, of course. And, you know, your oaths die with death, but like, Still, it was so heartbreaking, but luckily, I was so, so proud of the 13 that broke away that they, let's talk about, let's talk about some great decisions. So the Avarians are coming and they have a tradition called the Rite of Scorn. One person rides in front of, from the, each opposing army rides in front of them and they have to taunt and cheer and try and rile them up. And then if they do, they can attack or not, right? You'll read it, you understand. But that scene is amazing. He tells Chalmers, who's kind of like the youngest great coat slash barely a great coat, and he's like, I want you to ride back, and I don't want you to do a single thing. Just make them angry, you know, because you're not jeering. You're not trying to rile them up because they'll take it. You know, they would beat you and kill you easily, so you have to just be above it. And then when you get to the end, ride back and do it again. And she does. And it's just like, it's an intense moment. And then they break it and they, they come out and try and kill her and 13 great coats defect. And it was like, yes, 13 great coats. That's beautiful. 13 out of 42 is better than zero out of 42. So that was just an amazing scene. 
I loved, loved the trial between the first, where first Cantor, Valkyrie has to decide, do we try to save Tristia or do we just let it fail? Because it, is it worth it or is it not? The Bardetti, the Knights, the, the Inquisitors, the Cogniri, they all come together, they talk, they figure it out. Like it was, that was a great scene. And then it was probably the most amazing scene would be the seven versus a thousand where they turn the Avarians war myth against them. They say, we have seven people coming out to ride against you versus your thousand. Like we're going at you. And if yeah, and they do, and they only send a thousand and they are crushing them. Athalia is using her, her blood, you know, cause she's been poisoned with the blood mage that can make her, you know, crazy strong and a little bit crazy, but she uses that and she's going at it and just destroying them. They're fighting and breaking down. And when they feel like they're about to be overwhelmed, then they hear the horns and it stops immediately in the Avarians retreat. And it's just like, yeah, they did it. That was yeah, it's just an amazing scene. I loved it that I, it's just so like, they feel like they've won and then they, they retreat and they come back and they set up some peace terms, which I mean, just normal good stuff right there. Like you're the one who led the charge, Falcio. You have to broker the peace. You have to do this. You've got some time now before they come back again. Like I loved it. I, I, I'm glad Falcio retired though. Like he's been through so much in these four books. It's an insane amount. Now, what I was talking about earlier, I would feel like this one's a little bit of a step down because the third book you're fighting against a god, and then the fourth book you're just going back to an outside invader, which is very similar to an inside invader, but it's not bad, like because it's different. It's it's more about the betrayal and the great coats and choosing to save Tristia versus let it happen, versus the god, you know, coming in and just destroying things and arguing, you know, which situation would be worse for everybody. I don't know, but, and then oh, some important scenes we have. I didn't, can't believe I didn't talk about Jilliard. Jilliard saying, no, I won't marry Aline to solidify her throne. Like that is wrong. I have some principles, him sticking with his Tomar and just being like, no, I'm going to be better. And then Jilliard dying, trying to protect Aline for, for Tomar. Like, oh, sweet. While at the same time, cruel, because then he's like, oh, and by the way, Valiana, you're the new Duke Li Zhao. Ha <laughs> ha! Dies. You know, it was it was perfect for him because you get to see his soft side and his nice side that, like, he did it to try and save Aline because he cares, because he wants to be a good person, and he's trying to live up to the ideals of his son. You know, and he's been seeing Valor everywhere because that's the god of Valor takes, you know, Tomar's face for him and for most people, right? And then, yeah, but at the same time, being kind of that, that jerky cruel where he's like, ha now you have to deal with all this stuff that I've left you. Like, it was just great. Um, I loved it. I loved, loved where one of the jury members uses their coin to a jury member that a great code has presided over uses their coin to free or to give Falcio some comfort when he's in jail. And he goes out and he's like, whose coin is this? You know, and who has a jury's coin and like half or more of the people stand up and they're like, I got this doing this. And this is where my trial was. And he's just like, yeah, Tristia deserves to live. This is the King's vision, the people caring, the people rising up and doing good. It was great. And in a shock surprise at the end, Athalia being pregnant, you know, I didn't see that coming, uh, but I was glad of it. And I love that. That kind of explained a lot about their relationship in the past of this book that had been going on. You're like, okay, why is this going on? But now we know 
And I love the scene right after, you know, where Brasty's like, oh, she'll have my bow. And Valiano's like, I'll protect her with my blade, cast, you know, volunteers. And even uh, Monster comes down and she's like, I'll protect her. And it's just like, ah, oh, touches my poor little heart. Just everybody wants to protect this little girl and she'll be so well loved and well protected. And just the ending lines, like, I wanted to tell them what did matter was that my daughter would have the truest of friends, that she would love and be loved, but I didn't give any grand speech. Sometimes the words just don't need to be said. My name is Falcio Valmond, and I might just be the luckiest man who ever lived. Like, that's a perfect ending to this book. It was just great, you know. And then everybody's going off. Brasty's joining the Rangers. Kestis joining the Knights. And, like, all these pieces, like, fit together. Like, yeah, they were never really, like... Great coat, great coat. They really were more rangers and knights and in great coat, cl- you know, clothing. And Chalmers is the new first canter. And she's like, how do you deal with this? Everybody hates you and nobody listens. He's like, well, first find two friends and make sure that you're willing to die for them and they're willing to die for you. And then just go do the best you can. And it's like, bam, best decision. Like, go for it. I loved it. So, I mean, that's going to wrap up everything I have to say. Basically, I just love this book. I think everybody should read the series. Book two, probably the weakest, but the whole series and the ending of the series as a whole is great. So read it, please. You have to. It's great. Um, Thanks, everybody, for listening. Thanks to David Hillowitz for the intro and outro music. Of course, if you have any questions or comments, you can send those to libromancypod at gmail.com. You know, please like and subscribe wherever you get your podcast from. That always helps out a lot. And remember to conquer the magic of books. (laughs) 